0: In a country where few perpetrators are convicted for their crimes, it's little wonder petty crimes often evolve into something far more sinister. So, when security guards protecting some of Johannesburg's critical electricity infrastructure came under increasing attacks from heavily armed gangs, it became clear. Copper cable theft has morphed into a full-blown syndicated operation. Masa Kekana spoke to city authorities to find out what's being done to curb this onslaught.
1: It's 10 p.m. in Harangua, west of Pretoria. A security guard will call Tsepo to protect his identity is on call and about to go on patrol. it's a quiet night but the silence is deceptive something he knows all too well in these parts danger lurks in the shadows
0: right now the way that these cable thieves are operating and all over they're armed and it's a lot of them here
1: Under the cover of darkness, violent gangs are on the prowl for copper. Used extensively in electric cables and in high demand on the black market, they'll stop at nothing to get their hands on it.
0: To tell you the truth, it's a risk. We pray to God and let him take the wheel.
1: These days, the thugs aren't even satisfied with the copper cable. They stay hidden in the shadows, waiting for emergency technicians to arrive before robbing them of anything from replacement cables to the cars they arrive in. After being hit by a wave of opportunistic robberies and assaults on its staff, ESCOM contracted the security company TEPO works for. But that's given the gangs another target the guns carried by the security escorts.
2: Control, control. Not fully, Lila, control control
1: escom recorded 85 attacks on security contractors from april 2021 to march this year cable theft is not a new crime but it is getting worse and there's something different about this crop of criminals they're organized they're heavily armed and they will stop at nothing to get what they want ESCOM employees as well as those from Johannesburg's energy distributor City Power are under attack and while millions are spent on additional security it's impossible to provide an armed escort for every technician on call-out duty so priority is given to staff on the night shift and those working in secluded areas during the day in late May the technician, Will Call Larato responded to a morning call-out in what is considered a low-risk area. She was working alone and without a security escort. It was a normal day, very clear. Everything was
0: going smooth for me.
1: It wouldn't stay that way for long. They came two men. The other came behind me, the other one was in front. They forced me to go
2: inside the buggy. They say they want the buggy. I said, no, leave me and take the buggy. The other one said to me, no. We said, go inside the buggy. want us to shoot you.
1: The men forced her back into the buggy. When the car eventually stopped, she realized what her captors were after. They demanded the PIN number for her bank card. While one man kept watch, another emptied her bank account. Larato, still in the bucky, silently prayed for her life to be spared. That day, I thought, it's my last day on Earth. But she was dumped on the side of the road, her assailants making off with the vehicle, equipment, cell phones, and tragically, her savings. It wasn't always this way, says Sepo. Criminals used to abandon their loot and scatter at the first sight of armed security guards. Now, they're the first to strike. A stark reality he faced just a few months ago when he and his partner faced off with an angry mob. The protesters
0: were threatening the technicians, saying they won't leave without their lights being reconnected.
1: With his partner focused on the technicians and Teppo scanning the growing crowd, neither noticed three armed men sneaking up on them from behind.
0: Then one of them started shooting. He shot me in the hip. After he shot me, I fell on the ground. Another came and pointed a revolver at me and said he wants my gun.
1: He believes the criminals are part of a syndicate in the area. These days, it seems the criminals are better organised than the security teams trying to stop them. Ted Blom is an energy and utility strategist who studied cable theft trends.
2: You get segregation of duties like you get in the company. The other guy is in charge of logistics, a truck that's ready to run. Uh, Somebody else is maybe a watchman or whatever with a gun even sometimes.
1: In February in Soweto, seven security guards confronted around 30 armed cable thieves. In the shootout that followed, one guard was killed. In Johannesburg's Caius Sands, just two months later, another security guard died in a hail of bullets. Then, in yet another incident earlier this year, two guards were shot in Johannesburg's Newtown area while escorting a vehicle transporting copper cables. An image from the end of the blood Curdling attack shows the guards lifeless bodies riddled with bullets slumped in their vehicle. The footage from moments before is too graphic, but it shows the men trapped in their seats, utterly defenseless, as their attackers fire indiscriminately. It was under this bridge in Newtown, where two security guards were gunned down, execution style, while they were doing their patrols. But these men were more than security guards. They were breadwinners who were loved by their families, who've now been left devastated. City Power is now at the criminal's mercy, at a loss over how to respond to their new MO. That's despite spending more than 100 million rands on security each year and doubling the number of security guards. We caught up with its spokesperson, Isaac Mangena, near a substation known as a hotspot for cable theft and related crime.
2: We've got a lot of substations, I think almost 300 um, uh, substations across the city of Johannesburg. Um, we've got also about 17,000 kilometres of underground and overhead cables. So it, it will be difficult for us to basically uh, ensure that we police each and every uh, kilometre of that kind of uh, infrastructure.
1: Since July last year, City Power has filed more than 1,400 reports of vandalism and cable theft. Among that number were incidents targeting the technicians and their security escorts. As cable theft and related crimes grow across the country, power utility ESCOM isn't being spared. Mashangu Shibangu is senior manager for maintenance and operations. Would you say that because it's increasing and it's happening on a daily rate, you actually don't have a hold of the situation?
0: I will not necessarily uh, say that, but uh, at the same time, we also need to understand that uh, as uh, as engineers, uh, our work is limited to engineering work. Now, uh, security These criminals are forcing se- you to
1: pivot se- into security. Security
0: is not necessarily our our mandate. We do have uh, departments that deal with safety and security. We're just doing that as an add-on just to make sure that our employees are protected.
1: It seems ESCOM and City Power are fighting a losing battle, being outnumbered by criminals who are heavily armed and willing to kill. But where are the police in all of this? The SA Chamber of Commerce and Industry estimates cable theft cost the country between five billion rands and seven billion rands a year. In June, the South African Police Service identified 18 infrastructure theft hotspots around the country. Special task teams are being set up in these areas and top of their agenda is cable theft and related crimes.
2: We have seen a little move, I can say we have moved the needle in terms of the number of arrests that we are making due to this cable theft. Uh, We have actually in the past, um, last month, in July alone, we had about 35 suspects that were arrested due to uh, this cable theft.
1: The SAPS declined an on-camera interview for the story, but promised to respond to our questions in writing. We're still awaiting their reply.
2: The president has signed a gazette uh, that bans the export of scrap metal. So he's hoping to plug that hole, and that should cut demand. And if there's no demand, then hopefully uh, the, you know, the metal theft uh, will stop.
1: But what, if anything, can companies like Eskom and City Power do beyond contracting specialist security firms?
2: They need to look at alternative technology, early warning systems on the actual infrastructure itself, so that they uh, can warn you early if there's been any tampering with any of the equipment. You can then uh, dispatch either a drone to go and pictures of whatever's going on. And then secondly, uh, if you've got the drone there, that's giving you aerial surveillance.
0: We do come with uh, technologies to try and mitigate for the theft of underground uh, cables. We install detecting devices uh, underground.
1: For now though, the cable theft syndicates are running rampant and workers like Tsepo clock in each day, wondering if it'll be
2: their last.
0: All of this has affected me, but I have to be strong. Even when I was at home recovering, I told myself I have to go back And do what I love. With millions of additional rands in taxpayer money spent each year to better safeguard municipal infrastructure, it's becoming a pricey affair for ratepayers already scrounging together every last cent to stay afloat. Apart from banning the export of scrap metal, what other methods could authorities consider to keep criminal hands off our precious cables? We'd love. hear your thoughts. Thanks for joining yet another episode of carte blanche the podcast. Keep the conversation going online. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram. Don't forget to rate and review us your feedback is always appreciated and subscribe to our podcast to ensure you don't miss a single episode.